بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أبرادن سيسترز ومع بعضه we were talking about the questions of the seven questions three in the cover and four on the day of judgment and we talked about the ones in the cover as i mentioned to you those have to do with our aqidah what we believe and the ones on the day of judgment have to do with our amal actions islam does not teach us to leave this world meaning the muamalat of this dunya islam does not say don't earn money don't run a government don't study don't don't accumulate wealth don't do business no if we leave this world then this world will be in the hands of those who don't know allah so allah did not send us into this world to leave this world Allah Ta'ala sent us into this world to run this world according to the rules of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala so that everybody benefits. Today the big problem with the way the world is run is that very few people are benefiting and the vast majority are suffering. And this is because the world is run according to the rules and principles of the nafs of the individuals which are ruled by shaitan. Islam says that is not what should happen the world should be run according to the rules of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that's it if we see in the lives of the sahaba radhiyallahu anhum ajma'in everyone continued to do whatever they were doing except that they changed it to suit the law that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent one of the finest examples is the issue when the ayat came prohibiting interest based banking one of the biggest bankers was Abbas bin Abdul Muttalib he did not give up banking he just changed the way of banking Rasulullah said I forgive everybody's debt all the interest part of it I have forgiven it they need not pay it back Abbas did not argue with him he didn't say how can you do that by his no Alhamdulillah and that's a very good example for us to see what we need to do so if you look at the four questions of the day of judgment basically they deal with three things one is time second one is knowledge and third one is wealth these are the three basic issues in the four questions what did you do with the ta- with the life i gave you and the use that is time what did you do with the knowledge i gave you which is knowledge and where did you earn the wealth and where did you spend the wealth is wealth so three basic issues that we have to answer for now how do we answer for that again islam is such a beautiful simple religion all we need to do is to ask only one question with respect to everything what is that question before we do anything we ask a question does it please allah that's it just one single question right this is the beauty of islam you don't need a phd to understand islam everybody can understand islam whether i am grazing sheep or whether i am doing cardiac surgery or whether i am flying a rocket or whether i am running a billion dollar corporation everything only one question does it please allah 
Now, if it, if it pleases Allah, we know, yes, it pleases Allah, alhamdulillah, go ahead, do it, no problem. If we come to this thing and say, no, 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 this thing is haram, Allah has prohibited, don't do it. No arguments, don't do it, khalas. Don't go fatwa shopping, right? Don't go to scholars for dollars, who will give you a, you know, tell me what to write, here is a, here is a sheet of paper, write whatever you want, I'll sign it, no. Because Allah is the one who is the witness. So, if it is not per, per, uh, not permitted, I don't do it. Third possibility, I don't know, is it permitted or not permitted. Then you go to the people of knowledge, you go to the scholars and ask them, this is the issue, what shall I do? Khalas. I mean, how much simpler can it get? That is why, if you see, Imam Annawi in the Muqaddimah of Riyadh uh, Salihin, in the Bab of Niyyah, he described this issue of niyyah, he described it so beautifully. And he's talking about awareness, acting with awareness, not acting with by default or, or thoughtlessly. He says, Al Izharun Niyyah, Fi Kulli Akwal, Wa Fi Kulli Amal, Wa Fi Kulli Ahwal, Al Barizatu Al Khafi. He says, The awareness of the niyyah, in where? In everything I say in everything I do and in every condition that I find myself in, whether it is visible or whether it is hidden, whether it is external or whether it is internal. Awareness, whatever I am doing, a Muslim is one who lives thoughtfully, not, not, not by default, he's not a moron, he's not a robot, just doing something. Because I see something, I eat it, no, he asks, is this halal, what is this thing, right? He won't simply talk something. I, I just feel something, so I say, I get angry, I start screaming. Right? I start cursing. I use bad language. No, 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 no. Hold on. You are angry? Yes. Is it, is it haram to be angry? No, it's not haram. Rasulullah was angry. Issue is how do we express this anger? Did the Prophet did he curse anybody? No. But we know many hadith, Nabi got so angry, his blessed face became red with anger. So many times this has been narrated, so he got angry. But what do we learn? We learn how do we control this anger. Right? I am a young man, I am a young woman, I have got shahwat, what must I do? Control them. You are not an animal. Control them. I am hungry. Yes, you are hungry. I need to eat. Of course you need to eat. What are you eating? You are not a cow or a, or a buffalo or something, whatever is there, just grab it. No. Acting with awareness. Everything I, before I say something, I must think. Should I say this? Is it the best way of saying it? Because there are two things. One is, should I say it? Like again, Imam Rawi Rahmatullah, may Allah bless them, they said so many beautiful things. He said, not everything which you know needs to be said. Right? And second thing, he said, not everything needs to be said before everybody. These are two very important things to understand. We may know many things, but it is not necessary to say it. Second thing is, when you are saying something, just see who is the audience. Many times people say the right thing, that what they are saying by itself, fi nafsihi is correct. But they say it in front of the wrong audience. The audience is not prepared mentally, educationally to understand that. It causes so much of fitna. I know a case where a person actually left Islam after listening to a video of, I, obviously I will not name who it is, but video of one of the shuyukh. Talking about the Quran, this person left Islam, became murtad. 
Now, obviously, that Sheikh, what he's saying is, he did not say to make anyone, anybody murtad. It is not, it is not his fault. But the point is, if you are going, and this is the big fitna of this internet and YouTube and so on. We have to be ten times more careful about this. That is why I am very much against live streaming of anything. I'm very much against live streaming because when you are live streaming, may Allah protect us. You know, we are, our, our tongues are not protected. We are not abbiya, right? So we say things. I mean, sometimes you are in feeling or whatever. You say something and it is live stream. It goes all over the world before you can control it. At least if it is pre-recorded, then somebody listens to it. You edit it. If there is anything which should not be put into that, you can remove it. But live streaming is a major issue. So technology is a good thing, but technology also opens the doors for all kinds of new traps. So we should be extremely careful. Live stream, social media is like a news round. Literally, think of social media as if you are standing on the hangman's board with a noose around your neck. Right? Think of it like that. Think of social media like this. That I have a noose around my neck and I'm standing on the handbank's block and if something goes wrong, the block falls and I'm dead. That is how serious social media is. So, let us remind ourselves. We have a short span of life which has a huge impact because whatever we do here will last for us forever and ever. So we don't want to make mistakes. And Allah made it very easy. Just ask the question, does it please Allah? And final point I want to say is sometimes in this modern world, people say, oh no, but you see, I think. In my opinion. In my opinion and I think are the two doors of shaitan. Because when there is a text, when there is the kitab of Allah, when there is the qawl of Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, if somebody is saying, I have an opinion, Inna lillahi wa inna Please, my brothers and sisters, do you understand this? It doesn't matter what you think. It does not matter what you think. What matters is the reality. And the reality is, there is Allah. The reality is, there is death. There is malakul maut. There is the day of judgment. There is the standing before Allah Jalla Jalalu. Whether I accept it, I don't accept it, my opinion, my not opinion makes zero difference. Nothing of that will change. Malakul mouth will come, Malakul mouth will take me, I will stand before my Rabb Jalla Jalaluhu and ask him to forgive me. But if I am doing stuff and I am putting my will over the will and the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his Nabi alayhi salam, La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. May Allah protect us from this. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Take the control, like Nabi said, La taqilna ila anfusana tarfatan. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, do not leave us to ourselves even for the blink of an eye. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from ourselves, from our nufus, from shaitan, from the agents of shaitan. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep us on, the, on siratul mustaqim until the last moment of our lives to take us in a state of iman and yaqeen and tawakkul on Nabi Jalla Jalaluhu. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to cover, his, cover us with His mercy and His forgiveness. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive all that we have asked forgiveness for and to forgive, forgive all that we did not ask forgiveness for out of His mercy and grace and to enter us into Jannatul Firdaus. Wa sallallahu ala nabiyyil kareem wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in bi rahmatika wa rahmatika.